Hi everybody, welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast. My name is Amber and today we're going to talk about how to be more interesting. Before we get into that, I wanted to share a little bit about my coaching program called From Dating to Exclusive. This is a four-month program where we meet every week in a small group and you can ask me questions there. I guide you through exercises. There's a curriculum that goes along with that. And then we also have one-on-one sessions because I want to continue to have a personalized approach for my clients who are in the program. So the purpose of the four months is to give you a foundation for dating and education about how it really needs to be done if you're wanting to create attraction, go from dating to exclusive without playing games. Most of us have not learned anything about dating or what we've learned are a set of rigid rules that don't feel natural, that feel like we have to overthink everything and second guess our every move and constantly feel anxious throughout the entire process in order to get somebody or trick them or convince them to be in a connection with us. So the way that we've learned dating so far hasn't been working. It's not creating the results for many of the people that I speak to. And this program is teaching you a new way to date so that you can both enjoy the process of dating more and then also create a better outcome in the end. So if you're one of the people who's been listening to this podcast for a while and you really resonate with this approach to dating and you want to be able to ask me more questions about specific situations and how to really implement this stuff so you can actually create a result from it, then you would really enjoy the program. So applications are still open just over a week from today when I publish this episode. And you'll also get some really fun bonuses once you sign up. So if you would like more information, you can go to the show notes and click on the link there, or you can go to my website, ambergrubenman.com forward slash coaching. So today I want to talk about how to be more interesting. And the reason why I chose this topic is twofold. The first is that a lot of my clients that I speak to have a belief that they are not interesting enough, and that belief then causes them to show up in a way that's less enthusiastic, less engaged, and therefore less interesting in conversation. Because when you believe that you're not interesting, you hold back a lot when you're connecting with other people. The second reason why I wanted to bring this up is because not only from my clients that I work with, but also from the other side when I talk to male friends and just people in general about their dating experiences currently or before they met their partner, the number one complaint that I hear is that a lot of people that they met were boring. (laughs) And not just like they didn't have a connection with that person, but that the person showed up in a way that wasn't curious and engaged and enthusiastic and the other person wasn't bringing energy to that connection. So let's make sure that that is not you. (laughs) So let's talk about that first piece because I can give you all of the action steps in the world, but if you have a fundamental belief that you're not interesting, you're boring, your life is not cool or good enough, then that's going to impact your energy and therefore the way that you show up in your connections. 
So the main reason why we think we're not interesting or like when you have that belief, the main reason why is because you're comparing yourself to some sort of standard. And very often that standard is very, very high. So for example, I had a client who shared with me that she was really worried about dating and getting back out there again, because when she went on the apps, it just looked like people had all of these cool pictures of them traveling and hiking and going on adventures and doing really interesting, awesome things with lots of people. And her life was more simple than that. She just went to work and spent time with her kids and spent time with her friends and um, went to watch movies and that kind of thing. So she worried that if she went on a date, the other person wouldn't find her interesting. And therefore also when she did go on dates, she would often clam up when the person would ask her, a deeper question or a question about her opinions or about her life because she always had this background thought of, I'm not interesting, I'm boring, he probably doesn't care about this, this opinion doesn't matter. So with that background noise, it made it really difficult for her to be able to share what is interesting about her. So these standards can come from different places. They can I don't, we don't even know where it can come from. It could just be something you picked up along the way. It could be from comparing yourself to people on social media and seeing their highlight reel and just thinking that your life doesn't measure up or seeing people on the dating apps, who knows? But what we wanna do is lower your standard for what's interesting. And I just want you to think about the person that you most enjoy talking to And what is most enjoyable about your conversations? So for example, if I think about my best friend and we talk pretty much every day, in fact, (laughs) she sent me a seven minute long audio note today talking to me about what she ate for breakfast and her exact sentence that she said to me was the reason I'm sending you this audio note is because I have an insatiable need to constantly be doing something so she literally had nothing to say but she just rambled about stuff to me for seven minutes and I was interested and I find her interesting and she's my favorite person to talk to so when you think about that person that you most enjoy talking to and what kinds of conversations you have and what you talk about. If they're not talking about their latest travels to an exotic country or their high-level executive job where everybody admires them, are you like, you know what, I gotta go, this is really boring. Like, you're just talking about your day and what you ate and what you've been up to and how work has been and I'm kind of bored by this. No, because that's actually not our standard for what is interesting to us. What actually makes things interesting to us is when people share freely and openly and with energy and enthusiasm and interest in their own subject that they're sharing. So for this next part of the podcast, I'm going to ask you some questions. I'm just going to kind of blow through them. You could also write them down for another time. And these are the kinds of things that I want you to pay attention to and not dismiss as boring or irrelevant. What did you listen to today? Podcasts, music, 
Who or what did you see today? What activities did you do? What was the best part of your day? What was the worst part of your day? How are you feeling and why? What's been on your mind lately? What are you most looking forward to? What's the last new thing that you tried? So when somebody sends me a message like, hey, how's your day been? Or what have you been up to? Then these are the kinds of details that I can share with them that are more interesting than if I just think they're all irrelevant and boring and just answer with, good, good, you. Right? So the details and sharing them with enthusiasm, with energy, with detail, and freely sharing them is what's interesting to other people. In fact, when I was online dating, one of my favorite and most successful messages that I like to send people was, hey, person, what was the best, and then in parentheses, or worst, haha, part of your day today? And most often people would answer that very differently than, hey, how are you? Because that's such a generic question versus when I asked for the details like, what was the best part of your day or the worst part of your day, they'd usually answer with um, something that gave me more information about who they are and what they're into. And with the worst part of the day, they'd usually answer with something funny like, oh, I spilled coffee on my pants or um, something else that just gave me more to work with. So one thing to remember is that people don't relate to vagueness as much as they relate to details. When you share little details, little thoughts that you had, little moments of your day, little things that have come up in relation to a memory, then people connect much more with that and it sparks much more in them than if you just blanket everything because you think it's boring and say, I'm doing good, so-so, up to this, up to that, and not really giving them the details. Another thing that I want you to remember is that If you like your life and how you spend your time, then your life is good enough. So again, thinking about that standard of the life you should be living and the cool things you should be doing, if you're actually really happy with your life, then that is good enough and interesting enough for you to connect with others. This client that had that belief about not being interesting enough, when I asked her, do you like your job? Do you like hanging out with your kids? Do you like the way that you spend your time on the weekends? If you didn't have this idea about the life you think other people think you should be living, would you actually be enjoying your life? And she said, yeah, I actually feel really passionate about my job and I love spending time with my kids and I really enjoy my weekends. She just had this belief that other people wouldn't find it interesting enough. So if you're happy with the way that you're living your life, trust that that is enough for you to connect with other people. And if you're not happy with the majority of your life or big chunks of your life, then that would be an area to work on of where am I not feeling fulfilled, energized, and interested in my own life? So stop trying to create a really Instagrammable life and ask yourself, what activities do you actually feel most fulfilled by? What do you actually feel most called and interested to do in your life? And those things might not look good on Instagram. 
they might be really boring <laughs> on Instagram. So if you're enjoying it, then it will be interesting to the right people as well. Okay, so the second piece of being more interesting. So the first part was about who you are and what you share and the details and the enthusiasm and energy you bring in sharing and just giving that information freely and not holding back. The second part is curiosity. And we've probably all heard the saying, interested is interesting, and it's really true. So when we are connecting with people on dates or just in general, one good rule of thumb to try to follow is to go one question deeper. Never assume that you know somebody's inner experience of the facts that they share with you. So when people share facts with you, you want to learn what their relationship to those facts are. So for example, if somebody tells you what their job is, that's a fact about their life. And then you want to learn why did they choose that job? Do they like their job? Do they see themselves continuing that job? So not only their emotional relationship to that fact, but also the details surrounding that fact. What does a typical day look like for them? What's their most favorite and least favorite part of their job? Do they like their coworkers? Right? There's so much detail and depth to be explored with each individual thing that somebody shares with us. So not that you have to ask all of those questions for each individual thing that they share with you, but practice going one question deeper and you'll be really amazed about what comes up that people wouldn't have just freely shared with you. The last thing that I want to share with you today is a quote that I shared on Instagram from one of my favorite little books. The book is called How to Love and it's I'm not sure how to pronounce this name, but it's from Fitch Nat Han, I believe is how you pronounce it. And I send my clients that little book in their welcome mystery package. And one of the quotes from that book is, understanding someone's suffering is the best gift you can give another person. Understanding is love's other name. If you don't understand, you can't love. And when we think about creating connections and especially romantic connections, if you truly want to be irreplaceable to another person, then a big way that we do that is by knowing someone deeply and creating really deep intimacy with that other person. And that intimacy starts on the very first date the very first time that you start connecting with that person and getting to know them. And if we keep things really surface level and we're not really curious to get to know this person and the details of their life and their thoughts and their feelings and what they're up to every day, if we don't care about the details, we're not creating intimacy and the connection won't grow or last. Dr. John Gottman talks about this as well with his research around relationships. And he talks about one of the foundational aspects of a thriving relationship being love maps. Love maps is having a detailed map of your partner's inner psychological world. And a more simple way to describe that as he describes it is 
asking questions and remembering the answers. So when we ask these questions, when we go one question deeper, when we want to know the details, we're starting to build that love map with people. And that's what creates really deep intimacy and ultimately a thriving relationship. The last thing is if you are showing up this way and you're implementing these things, so you're both freely sharing and offering a lot for people to work with and you're giving a lot of energy when you're connecting with people and you're also very curious and going one question deeper and really getting to know and understand that person and being interested in them, then you have the right to have the standard that the other person is the same way towards you. So make sure that you're not taking it all on you where if the other person is not offering a lot or not coming across very interested or curious, don't continue to date that person. If you do, you'll end up with a lot of dates that are very one-sided, where the other person's talking a lot but not asking a lot of questions, and you won't feel deeply known and seen and appreciated, and um, you won't have that experience that you deserve. So make sure that you not only have that standard for yourself, but also for other people that you're going on dates with. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening today. If you want to start working together starting in about two weeks, then go ahead and check out the link in the show notes to learn more about coaching so I can teach you how to go from dating to exclusive without playing games and so much more. All right, have a great day. Bye.